Hello, <laughs> welcome back. I am Haley, I'm your guide to love. This podcast is all about holistic health, sacred sexuality, and spirituality. I'm here with Laurel. She is a manifestation and um, meditation coach. Welcome. Hey, welcome, Haley. I've been on the podcast or on your channel quite a while, so I'm really happy to be back again. <laughs> yes, I'm excited to have you back too. So tell everybody more about what you do. Uh, I help people manifest whatever they desire while simultaneously finding their center of peace and happiness. A lot of the times we want to rush something and we want to desperately get something, but then we forget about the present moment and where we are and how peaceful and happy we can be right now. So I'm all about moving forward, achieving your dreams, but also being happy, fulfilled and peaceful. So that's the main point of what I do. Mm. I love that because I think that that's something, and I've even noticed this myself, is not accepting my current reality and then resisting it and I'm in constant battle with it. Exactly. And a lot of the time when we make decisions or when we try to manifest something from that space of non-acceptance and resistance, it backfires on us. So we need to find our center of peace and we need to find our clarity and acceptance in order to actually move forward and to not go one step forward and two step backwards. Mm, yeah, definitely. So I'm happy I have inner peace now, then I can go after what I do better. Exactly, exactly. Because if people don't have that, will they ever get what they want? Well, they can. You know, a lot of very, very successful people have a lot of success, but a lot of unhappiness. Mm. So it is possible, but we have to ask ourselves the question whether we really want that. Do we really want to be successful and disregard our emotional health and our mental and spiritual health? So it's really um, a thing that we have to decide for ourselves. And also a lot of the times when you have the center of peace, you have the ability to look at situations way more clearly. For example, with this current crisis, when you have your center of peace and happiness, you can look at the facts more clearly and you can make decisions accordingly and not from a place of fear and anxiety. Although it is fine to have this anxiety right now, but you have to do your best to really accept the situation. Maybe it will never ever be the same as it was before this crisis. And that has to be fine. Like we have to find our way in that. Mm. Yeah, because I think that that's something I've seen a lot of people say is, oh, I can't wait till it goes back to normal. Or when this happens, then... Yeah, I, I don't know what, how, but uh, like, what do you think about it? But I think this is the major shift that is happening. And I'm not sure how far we can go back to normal. So we have to do our best to really accept it. Yes, I agree with that. I mean, I definitely think it's a shift in consciousness, but I pray that not all those restaurants and things like that will be closed. Yeah. <laughs> and gyms. But yeah, I do agree with you on that. Mm -hmm. What do you feel is the biggest challenge right now for you when you are in this challenge? Like when you are in this situation? Mm. I think I struggle with the unknown. The unknown. Which is really funny because I've been thinking about this. We've always had the unknown. Exactly. But now yes. I'm more aware of it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I read this like funny article 
And it said that a lot of very anxious people who are naturally very anxious, and I consider myself an anxious person mm-hmm. too, um, they now feel at peace. <laughs> and it was like, so why do you feel at peace? It's like, yeah, because I'm already used to this anxiety and now I don't feel out of place because everyone is anxious. <laughs> the problem with anxiety and fearing the unknown is that you think you're the only one. But now it's like, okay, everyone is doing that, so I feel less anxious about being anxious. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> that is so funny. That's really yeah. funny, right? Yes. Um, but yeah, I think when it comes to the fear of unknown, which a lot of people and a lot of people listening now will struggle with, is that, as you said, we will always have the unknown. I think what we do is we build this net of security and safety, which is our gyms we go to, our restaurants we eat, our friends we meet. And now that this safety net is not there anymore, we feel like, okay, this is unknown. But actually, we just created the illusion of having a safety net because anything of that can happen. Your favorite restaurant can close down, your friend can move, whatever. But now it's, ob- like, it's obvious that it's shaken up. Mm. So we are facing this situation. Yeah, definitely. I think it teaches you how little control you do have. Exactly. Or the, the control that you did have was an illusion. Yes, it, like the control we did have was more of like a fear, like a control based of fear. I'm so afraid what, what will happen if I don't have this, so I attach to it and I hold on to it so much. And don't get me wrong, I think it's very healthy to have things that keep us safe and stability and security. But also, we always have to be open for things to change drastically and dramatically. Like, we can never predict where this is going. So, yeah. Yeah, that is so funny. Yeah, I think that, because um, I was thinking about this last night, I was like, man, I really miss group fitness classes, mm-hmm. like the energy of it. And I've been trying to take, I take a hip hop class. So I was doing it virtually, but it's not That's as cool. fun. <laughs> How did you feel about that? Um, you know, I think that I was really proud of the teacher for doing it and getting on Zoom and the people, all the like students supporting her, but mm-hmm. it was kind of like, this isn't as fun as when we're in person and cheering each other on. Mm-hmm. How do you feel um, about like, in general, like how manifestation goes for you in this time? Um, I don't know if you saw my story yesterday. Okay. So I feel like time is going by really fast. Mm, true. Yeah. And then I also feel like when I think of someone, they message me. And so I have to be really careful what I'm thinking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I notice that things are coming really fast, but I have to be careful because uh, sometimes I'll get on a train of thought where I'm thinking about what I don't want. Yes. Yes. Yeah. What about you? Um, for me, a lot of very, very big manifestations I wanted to have for a long time are actually now coming or came. And this taught me a lot about manifestation too, which I help with my clients too, is that now it's like, okay, I have to relax. Like I have no other choice. I do my work and I like, I'm home. I'm in my own environment. So I have to relax, but I also have to distract myself. You know, I have to do work and I have to use that in order to get other thoughts. So I have to keep myself busy in my own environment. And I cannot just lay on the couch and be in my head all the time. 
so naturally this was two things combined first it was releasing the resistance to just surrendering and accepting and also distracting yourself by just getting on another train of thought you know and maybe i feel like this anxiety and this fear that a lot of people feel is also like a little distraction because you're so afraid of everything so maybe now some manifestations that you don't think about that you usually have a lot of resistance to are not like are coming you know mm. because you don't think about the resistance you have to think about something else and you so, let it go right yeah exactly. exactly so kind of this you like the the universe is kind of forcing us all to just let go kind of to let mm -hmm. go of what was to let go of the past you know like you cannot go see that person you were attracted to or whatever and it didn't work out and you cannot go and distract yourself in a bar or something you can't do that right now so you have to let it go and you have to face yourself too at the same time mm. yeah i did a video yesterday and the woman in mexico told me that they where she lives they shut down all the alcohol sales so people can't distract themselves with drinking <laughs> yeah, exactly but isn't that an amazing position that we were all put into Mm, yes yeah yeah definitely i mean it's also it's a very very shitty situation like for a lot of people like this whole change in like the economy and small businesses it's like really really bad situation that's why it's not like i don't want to make it sound easy because it's not but on the other hand it's an opportunity you know and also questioning okay is that really what i want you know, like right now, when nothing is working out, when everything is challenging, is that really what I want? Do I still want to hold on to it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, now I kind of think of it like this, like where I'm literally like, oh, and the is like, no, let go. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Um, yeah, I think that is a great question that people should, you know, ask themselves, you know, as you're listening to this, what is it that you really want? Not what you should want or what society is telling you what you want. Like, what do you want? Yeah. Imagine now, now every, imagine now everything is back to normal for one day. What would be the three main things you would do? What are the three first things that you do? And then you have your priorities, basically. But you know that it's going to be shut down again the day after. So what are your priorities? It's a, it's a, like, it's a very good time to figure out what's important to you when there are no distractions. Mm, yeah, definitely. And I also think it's like letting go of society's expectations of what you think should be important to you. <laughs> you know? And even like this whole social pressure of you have to do this, you have to do that. No, you don't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you can't. Yeah. Mm. Oh, you mean like being married by X, have kid by blank, that kind of thing? Yeah. Then even other things like you, it's Saturday night, everyone has to go out and party. Mm. But in reality, you just want to sit and give your, like, take a bath, have a self-love practice, but you feel guilty because you're not going out with your friends. Now everyone's taking a self-love bath. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And I always like, I think everybody should have amazing sex lives because you're home more. Yeah. Or you realize that you're in the wrong relationship, one of those. <laughs> yeah yeah that's that too but also a lot of people don't have any partner and that may be alone so that's also a very challenging thing that i can imagine 
Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that this is a big time for, like I've interviewed several people talking about dating during quarantine. And I think that dating actually could be good because you're working on your emotional connection with the person. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And even in these times when things are challenging, you do have still power to manifest something. And you do have power to decide where you want to go and what are your goals and what you want to achieve. You just have to open yourself and be flexible enough to adapt those plans and those desires. But it's totally possible to still get what you want. So for the person listening, they really want to manifest, because I know this is the root chakra that's the main focus for a lot of people, is manifesting money. Mm. What would you say? Um, so for that, I would definitely say that first, you have to look at what's actually blocking the flow of abundance and the flow of money. Because you heard it a thousand times, maybe, it's actually supposed to flow. So right now that you're caged in your house and you can't go out, what's blocking you? What thoughts are you thinking on a daily basis that are blocking this flow of abundance? What actions are you not taking that are blocking it? And what beliefs and maybe values you have installed that are not matching that? Mm -hmm. So it's really time to look into that. Because every time they keep thinking I'm not worthy or I have to work really hard to get it or yeah. what? Yeah, exactly. These are like subconscious conclusions we draw. Oh, if I'm rich, if I have more money, I'm going to be lonely. You know, or if I um, get my dream house, I will be completely alone in this mansion. So a lot of people connect having a lot of money with loneliness. Mm. And that's what they're kind of faced right now too, loneliness. Yes, you're right about that. Yeah. Um, and even the whole thing too, I think this is a big belief that a lot of people have the, you have to work really hard to get it. Yeah. Yeah. I think like there are, you do have to do things on a consistent basis, but it's not this like thing of like sacrificing and it's hard and it's pushing. It's coming from a more of like an internal desire to do something and an inspiration and expansion, a passion. And whenever you, I'm sure you've experienced this, Haley, whenever you're really passionate about something and you bring your time to something, you are not like, oh my gosh, I'm sacrificing this in order to do this. And if you do sacrifice something, it's usually something that was not so important to you, you know? Mm -hmm. Or what is your experience with that? No, I definitely agree with you on that. I think it, it's like, what's well, kind of like these interviews? Like these are just natural and they flow and I'm not doing them. <laughs> So I'll probably always do them, <laughs> yeah. um, but it's just something that I do. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it is good. Yeah, I think that that's, that's the belief is like um, coming from that place instead of a forcing it. Exactly, coming from a desire, a pure desire to get something or to do something. Um, but also simultaneously having a goal, like, okay, this is where I want to go with my finances. This is when I want to go with my business. Like, we don't want to be in this illusionary bubble of, if I just do that all day, every day, it would just work out. It does, but you also need to have strategic thinking to it. We are both in the physical world, but also in the spiritual world. So you need to have both. 
Yeah, because I get stuck in the woo-woo <laughs> sometimes. Yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. It's very, very easy. Yes, I agree. Do you notice a lot of people do that? A lot, yeah, yeah. Especially when it comes to this, like, um, people in this positive affirmation focus community, they get stuck in this um, theory of if I just think positively, it will work out that that's not the case, you know, if you just think positive, it would, would, would have worked out for a lot of people, but it didn't. There's more to the story than just having a positive thought and keeping it for a while. And I noticed that a lot of people get stuck in these um, ideas or in these techniques when they can use their time way more effectively in order to resolve the roadblocks that are blocking them to move forward instead of just think and lean back. Because that's too in the feminine. You're saying in terms of you have to add action to that, right? Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have to also use as a woman this energy of looking into yourself, feeling into yourself, and finding out what is happening that is maybe blocking you. Finding out, um, yeah, what what you've experienced or what beliefs you have that are really keeping you stuck. Because a lot of those beliefs they've been thinking over and over again for so long, they probably don't know. Exactly. They're subconscious. They're totally subconscious. My basic techniques to even find your blocks is to use techniques such as positive focus to decide where you want to go. Okay, I think positive, I journal, and I visualize. A little bit, but you don't need to do that a lot. And then you see your resistance to that. For example, you write down a journal entry and then thoughts come up as, oh, I can't have that. I'm not worthy of it. I don't have a career. Um, I'm not pretty enough. I'm not trained enough or whatever. You keep track of all these thoughts and that's how you know where your subconscious beliefs and blocks are. Like everything that goes on in your mind and everything that goes on in your emotional system is literally telling you, okay, there's your block. Because when you really like when you really have something or something is about to come into your life, there's not going to be a doubt or a block. You're just like, okay, I want this, it's going to happen. That's why it's about using these tools as a way to find out what's preventing us. Mm, I love that. Yeah, definitely. Because I think that when you have all those doubts, it pushes it away. Exactly. But also they're really helpful, these doubts. They're really helpful because they're helping you to see what's really going on in your subconscious mind. You know, they're not there for no reason. So we have to look at these and we have to keep track of them and ask ourselves where they come from. Maybe we learned that someone told us. So we really have to see that. And a lot of the times what I experience in myself is when we look at these blocks, a lot of the times we will find uh, connection to the past. Maybe someone told us from your from our environment, or we experienced a trauma that got us to believe this way and doubt this. And when you resolve that, you can truly step up to what you want. Because, furthermore, most of the like, besides that, oh, this is, I want to have this and I can't have it. You also a lot of the time think like, oh, I want this, but I should not want this. 
Mm. So you're denying your own desire. But it doesn't work. You learn that to be ashamed of what you want. Oh, that is so good. That's like, <laughs> like, okay, that me when I first switched over from health coaching to sex coaching, I was like, I don't know if I can talk about this online, mm. but I really wanted to do it. Yeah. But if you really look at this voice, that's why meditation is so powerful. If you really sit down and look at this voice, you're saying, I don't know if I really want this, blah, blah, blah. You can really investigate whether it is something that you learn to not want, whether you think it's inappropriate, or whether it's actually what you don't want. Because that's a lot of the time the case too, because all of these doubts and all of these worries you have are not all of the time against you. They're often also for you, because when you really look at them, you may figure out, okay, this is really not what I want. But that's fine. But that's why we need, we desperately need this time to look into our own worlds and to look at our thoughts in peace in order to really find out why we have certain motivations, how the dynamics are in our minds and what actions we take from which motivation. It's so important to constantly question that for yourself. So for meditation, how long would you suggest people meditate? If you're just starting out, I would suggest like 15 minutes every morning. That would be the best. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then you don't have to do do a lot. Like you can just sit down and observe your thoughts and not even about pushing your thoughts away and not thinking. No, become aware of them because they assist you. They help you. So notice them, watch them. How do they feel? What does that make you feel? Mm, Yes. Okay, so do you, are you suggesting guided meditation or literally just sit down in silence, listen to your thoughts? Honestly, um, I would just love for people to sit down and just listen to their thoughts. But I also understand that if you're new to meditation or you've tried and it hasn't really worked, then you just find a guided meditation or find even someone who can help you with that. I, for example, do personalized meditations for my clients where they can tell me what they want to focus on. They get a personalized recording, which they can practice to practice with. But if you are able to just sit down for 15 minutes and set a time and be in silence, that would also be great. But if you need some guidance, that's totally fine to start with. Mm, Definitely. Okay. So what takeaway do you want to give the beautiful people listening? So I would love to give the people the encouragement to use the time, not to just hustle, take action, but also take time and really focus on yourself and what you really want and what's blocking what you really want. We're all in the same boat now. We're all forced to be inside in our home. And you can just find the center and really train yourself to become peaceful and to really look at what's going on inside of you. All this fear, all this fear of the unknown, the anxiety is totally valid to have. There's nothing wrong with that, but you just have to learn to be with it. And it's now the perfect time to be with that. Mm, Yes. Love it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Cause there's that quote going around that says, if you're not writing three books, and organizing your closet during this time period. 
you're not making the most of it. But I think it's a balance, right? Like, yeah. And if you don't feel like it, listen, maybe you have a super busy day when you were like when you were not in Corona. Maybe you were always hustling, always going around. Blah 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 blah. blah. Maybe then it's better for you to just relax. Mm-hmm. You know, it always depends on where you're coming from. Um, I so agree with that. Um, okay, so where can everybody find you? Um, so you can find me on my website. That's the best. And then you can also go on Instagram or YouTube. If you want to find some videos about these topics that we scratched, you can go on YouTube and just Instagram. Cool. Thank you so much. This is so great. It was so good to talk with you again. (laughs) Thank you, Haley. Yes. Okay. Well, everybody be sure to subscribe, like, share, and make sure to DM either of us on Instagram. I would love to hear your thoughts. All right. Bye. Bye.